0: Hey hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul, I'm tuning in What you doing?
1: Look, real hip hop revealed that the fix. Pure you can feel it in the mix. Finally stop pushing the culture forward with this is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got Beat spawns a life, giving them truth in it. Scream a revolution when only a few minute. My sentiment is exactly everything that we do cut. Another reason to turn the volume up. Shish, know what we stand on. On the ground when we're there. Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But now, now that of reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shock keep keeping the beers so on the block. Don't miss it. Welcome to tell the city, stand up. James left,
2: but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa reindeer. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment. Faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we pace better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's Within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense, judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they seek Repeat, take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree, but if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek?
3: Yes, sir. You're now tuned into the fix, your source of faith-infused hip-hop, RB and poetry. I go by the name of DJ Focus, squatting here with me. What up, T? Hey,
4: hola, <laughs> como estas? Y'all can't see me, but I'm here with y'all. What's up?
3: Right, you, you you're incognito today. You, 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 you in the clouds, as they say. <laughs>
4: hey, I'm here, man. I'm here, though. I'm hey, live, woke, ready. Let's get it.
3: Let's get it. Rico Suave in the background, and, and also A. Jones, as always, in the background, too, as well. Once again, you're tuned into The Fix. And of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. And uh, as always, we got another hot show again for y'all today. Got a couple of hot interviews. You know that's what we do. Uh, we try to share um, with creators, uh, artists, poets, uh, any and everybody uh, try to get to the people some hot, hot interviews and some hot topics and conversation. So uh, today's interviews, we got got uh, Mr. CSA2K, and also, uh, Keelanda Rembert, um, so yeah, definitely keep it locked. And uh, we, we're going we're gonna to have some little, some little talk in between, too, as well. There's so, a few things we, we need to talk about. I know, T, you've been doing a, uh, a, a very great job of uh, talking about everything that's going on with social injustice, everything that's going on. Um, yeah. We're going to touch the base with that a little bit today, too, as well. I definitely want sure. to people a little bit more about what uh, Cultivate, Cultivate Now is cultivate us now Excuse yes, me, what yes. Cultivate it's me
4: cultivate all. it's it's cultivate is the organization and cultivating all everything black is the slogan so yeah you you was you was almost there okay.
3: <laughs> <But> yeah, <laughs> give that to the people today uh tell the people you know exactly at some point you know everything you guys are doing uh mission and all that good stuff but yeah um you know what, so you go ahead and share with the people now go ahead and share a little bit now T, uh of everything uh that the organization is doing
4: So uh, me and a couple cats from Children's Freedom, uh, Children's Defense Fund Freedom School and college got together and just said, you know what I'm saying? We need an answer to an age old problem. And so that problem, we all know, is just the the killing of black folks, then the injustice behind no one being responsible for that murder. And so basically we just got to a point where we like, you know what, Uh, it's time. It's time to make something shake. So Cultivate came together as an organization. A grassroots organization ready to help folks reinvest the black dollar into the black community through boycott. And we understand that the Montgomery bus boycott was successful because they pulled their money out of the system that was thus oppressing them. And so, through three months and 81 day time frames, we're boycotting everything from uh, restaurants to streaming companies and then taking that money and putting it to alternative black businesses because again we believe consumerism is the is the answer voting takes too long every other means of change takes too long but i can feel those dollars we can see those dollars and that uh, impact of that being pulled from those companies immediately so that's what we do
3: that's good that's good how, tell the people how they can uh, get a hold of this information and um and everything that you guys are doing
4: so everything social media website everything is cultivate us now the website is cultivate us now uh, dot org and so you can find out all of the information you can also send in your business let us know what you do uh, so we can do some partnership and some collaboration so when it's time to do those alternatives your name comes up and uh, we can really help promote what you do so cultivate us now on everything cultivate us now dot org on the website
3: That's good. That's dope. So I know uh, right now you guys are probably not having events, but are you guys doing like some virtual stuff to like get the information out to people or connecting with people?
4: So we're doing weekly events starting July 4th. That's our first uh, block of boycotting. We'll be boycotting Netflix, Hulu, those major streaming companies and going to uh, black streaming companies. So every week uh, we're going to have weekly engagement activities from book clubs to popping up at like black owned restaurants like, hey, pull up on this. We eating lunch here today. So if you tune into those uh, social media handles, you'll see all that information and constantly stay updated with what we're doing. Because the book club and things of sorts will definitely be on Zoom and we'll have free tutoring for your children uh, when it comes to reading, literacy and anything STEM. So there's a lot going on. So i fo- definitely follow the, the Instagram yeah. and, and other social media so you all can stay tuned in that.
3: And and what cities exactly are, are you guys all based in? I know you're in Cleveland, Ohio, of course, but what, where else uh, is so, this organization based?
4: So right now we're in Pasadena, California, and Cleveland. And so those are both the the birthplaces of where everybody is from and just trying to get different arms involved uh, from different cities. So, look, if you like, hey, I want to do that, come holler at us in our DMs. We'll give you the curriculum, show you how you can get Cultivate started in your own city.
3: Okay. Okay. That's dope. That's dope. Definitely uh, connect with and follow. Um, I'm, i I definitely want to uh, be a part of it. So I'll definitely reach out to UT to see where I can get in and um, assist outside of course promoting and advertising. I want to make sure I be a part of it too as well. Ah, once again, you tuned into the fix, and of course, our mission here is to expose the culture to positive, relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. So yeah, we actually gonna hop into a music break real quick. Uh, when we come back, we'll have an interview with uh, Mr. CSA2K. Um, let's get into some new music right now. Um, let's get into some new canon, Evil. You're tuned into The Fix. The Fix is in. Yes, sir. <laughs>
1: I'm good uh-uh just another gang in my neighborhood. What side? You got good guys. I got bad guys on the same field. My people stay trying to find the sectors with the same ones that I hate them. That's evil. I woke up and feeling like Moses. Why do people still believe that they own us? Me come family woke up in Egypt. Doesn't mean I belong with they wrong us. Hey, you get my black man. I got a real wife. I got a real life. I got a family. You ain't listen when we said that we nail Calling Captain, and we in the going the plan B. Why you got to go on real a friend where I feel, being around cops. Yeah, now I'm song when I see is dead, because your daddy said I was the uh, I you keep claiming it's ignorance. Tell me, can not how we supposed to be different? I should've known more about your history. How they treated us because of my pigment. If you say, get the facts, all fast, get the whole truth. Show some respect. you can serve with a statement from officers double killing minutes knee on the neck. Now we all one. Forget I been on the town and What you gonna do to me? hip over tables and chairs and them, but they're down your whole community. Tired of the same old system. Tired of the same old victims. Tired of the same old Christian talking. You ain't even listening. If we can't breathe, we can't breathe, that's the culture. That's Coach, are you scared to fit for your life with guns out the holster? Yeah, tired of murder. Yeah, I said it. tired of the same verdict. I'm so sick and tired of giving verses. I'm so sick and tired of not working. Don't you stop a fist before you stop the witness. That's a real person. A real person. They don't do this Somebody dying. That wasn't worth it. Every part of my body inside of me feeling ready to go riot and ride. All my family is all that I got. Should I kick it back and keep it aside? What should I worry about what you don't understand? My people, love that with the pay. Tell me how I'm supposed to be fine with my black people Die again again. No, don't call me. No, don't text me. I don't want empathy. Don't try to chat me. You do not get to tell me how to feel. With no reality, you do not respect me. I got love for the right ones, for the wrong ones. Only God can judge. If this ain't the old times, but my people tired, so it's hard to tell you what they want to hear. Yeah. Growing up, could never trust a cop of my own good. My own, yeah. Black and blue was just another gang in my neighborhood. Westside, right? you got good guys, I got bad guys on the same field. My people stay trying to find acceptors with the same ones that I hate them, That's evil. That's evil. I cannot breathe here Can't tell me they evil This evil I cannot breathe Tell me they evil That's evil I cannot breathe Can't tell me that evil That's evil I cannot breathe Tell me that evil, That's evil.
3: Back into the What's of music, R&B, and poetry. Uh, just started to show off, man, with a, a new track from Canon. Shouts out to the brother Cannon man. We definitely uh, be interviewing him real soon, man. He got a new project he's working on. It's um, probably about to release real soon. So we definitely, uh, definitely got to get him on for an interview. But that's New Cannon um, with Evil. Um, lot, lot speaking on social injustice and everything that's going on right now with this pandemic. Uh, so yeah, welcome going back, uh, and of course, man, uh, I am. I'm pumped, man. We got a, 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 a entrepreneur. Uh, a CEO, a founder of a uh, Kingdom Coalition. Um, he's an on-air uh, talent, um, man, on Dash Radio, man, and just a dope brother, man. I, I had to, uh, I haven't met this brother personally yet, but I, I got a chance to connect with this brother, man, about a month ago, man. And look, we just, we just building in the, in the process, man. The knowledge and everything that we got, man, going on, man. I am just excited that everything that's about to happen. Let's welcome in uh, Mr. CSA2K to the to the fix
5: man what's up
3: what's good what's brother? good what's good everybody what it's
5: good welcome man what's good? yes That's sir what's yes
3: up. sir so we oh we, we all, oh we all it's coalition kingdom co- yeah coalition kingdom forgive me coalition kingdom forgive me no you good you good absolutely uh so yeah um yeah and yeah, you get a chance to talk about that too as well you're right the coalition kingdom versus the coalition kingdom djs i get i get what you saying. uh but let we, we, we always start to show off man just asking if you could share with the with the people, a little bit of your faith story, uh, kind of like how you came to Christ, um, how you started this walk a little bit.
0: Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> um, I say I was in the world, like I, I was literally in, in in the world during the time I was with the Legion of Doom DJ. So um, I stopped being an artist and started getting more in a DJ and feel and learning how to break and promote artists and stuff like that. And I got heavy in the in- industry work. I got heavy like towards like doing club events and stuff like that. But then I was also going through a lot of personal like issues and stuff like you know in and out of jail, on probation, off probation. It's like so so um it w- it was just like me going hard in the world and just trying trying to just like pause God. It's like 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 I felt God but I actually got to the point to where I was telling God, I, I know, I know I, I got you. Just let me do this. And then I'm getting with you. Like, it's like, I felt him calling me, but I was like, I know. And he was like, uh, uh-uh. you know what I'm saying? Like, so, so, um, so, and it was just like, um, he actually closed all the doors that I opened that it took me five years to open. So, so it's like every industry connect. It's like, I got to the point where I, I was plugging other people, but I couldn't plug myself. And 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 it's like it's like I actually went from staying in um in um suites like them hotel in suites. It's just like I was going through it, like dude, like so. Um, I ended up moving back um home with my mom. Like I left the A and I went down down to the dublin and i was standing down there with my mom and it's like my thing what i thought i was doing was i was going down there and use my plugs and stuff and get myself established as an artist and then come back that was my plan god plan was a little bit different um it's like i got down there and it's like in in a two month time I think I went through, like, the loop. I was going through health issues. I actually had four warrants on me that I found out when I got to Dublin. So it's like I'm living, like, on the run a little bit, but I kind of kept it to myself. And and I'm like, it was just so much going on. It's just like each week, each week it was like so much stuff was going on, my health, the warrants. It's like everything was just going on at one time and it's like my relationship with my mom was chaotic and it's just like everything was just and i remember that day it was on the third thursday night i left the club i came in my mom was on the couch sleep and i went back in her room and it's like i had a suicidal thought but at the same sense i love life so that wasn't gonna happen, but me just having that, that heavy thought. And it's like, it's like, I actually like, I couldn't rest, it's like everything in me was just like going crazy. And it was just like, it's like God, God gave me the realest and how, how can I explain this? When old people used to say God spoke to me when I was younger, I looked at that like, man, no. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how in the world God just sat down to talk to you, whatever. Like, however, when he spoke to me, the way he spoke to me, I understood what they, and it's like to this day, I understood, I understand now what they mean. So it was, it was more like, he gave me the realest revelation and the way he spoke it to me, he placed it in my spirit permanently. So that keeps me going. That's been keeping me going for 11 years. And and every, every time I get like like weary, that same will come back up and push me back in. But um, but like, but like he actually told told me, he said, son, you either gonna live by purpose or die by example. You choose one. Either, either, either way, I'm 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 gonna use you. So for him to tell me something like that in a time where He was trying to get my attention, and I knew it, but I was so caught up in what I was trying to do because I struggled all my life, so my thoughts was, I'm tired of struggling, so he was like, you're struggling because you're doing it the wrong way, so I spent so much money in recording a project, Um, I had shot half of the video. All oh, that was that week, um, the past weekend. Um, so I laid down on my face that Thursday and I said, Lord, I'm not getting up off this floor. Like I went to him, it wasn't no church building, it wasn't none of that. It's just like he came, came to me, and we actually had a a real one-on-one. And I laid on my face and I cried and I said, I'm not getting off this floor until you give me something. Like, you haven't killed me. Even when I want to kill myself, you haven't even allowed that. Like, so it must be something you really want me to do because it's almost like I'm standing on this chair and I got this rope around my neck and I feel the rope. But you will not let that chair come from up under me. And 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 I'm like, so. I talked to God, I said, my life has to have a purpose or something because I never felt like I had one. Like, so is. It's like I use my gifts. I camouflage myself and my gifts because my gifts gave me value, but God showed me. So, so, so it's like that night, I remember I, I gave my life that night. He gave me three things. He gave me peace, purpose and redemption. And, and, and it's like it's like I went to sleep, like, like I, I've had spirits and stuff haunt me. Through my sleep and my rest, all my childhood, life, like, like, like demons and stuff like that. Like I can go on for days for that, but this is a short interview. So I'ma just break everything down. But but um that was the first night in my life that I actually slept with peace. And it's like it's just almost like he literally laid, laid an angel beside me and I slept. And right then I woke up the next day the miscellaneous sins like I wasn't feeling all that so it took my friends a minute to accept because I just left the club Thursday night and then Friday we supposed to go out and then I'm like I'm not drinking I'm not it it just like I woke up like I can't do this like Mm -hmm. so so that so that particular night was when like and that's how he came and got me and that's how i actually just was like hey um that's when my journey began but that was more relationship than religion so well
3: that's good that's good so speak a little bit you said something about you know uh your friends or your circle some of the people in your circle might they didn't understand at first why you transitioned so quickly or why you transitioned. was that a struggle for you did you have to like disconnect from some you know people in your your circle while you were building your faith and learning and seeing where God wanted you to be, so that way you didn't kind of like stumble and fall here and there, or speak a little bit about what what that relationship was like as you were building and walking on this early journey. Well, um,
0: it it was more more like I I couldn't really escape like 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 I was in a situation where I couldn't escape for not being around my friends. Like 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 it's like in, in my living like. In that season of me existing and going through, it's like I had to come in contact with them, like on a day-to-day basis. However, God sent me a pastor two weeks before this. So, so it's like for some apparent reason, that Friday morning when I woke up, I always went to the gym during that time. So that Friday morning, I went to the gym to work out um, at 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 this uh. Community center, um, the gym, right? You know what I'm saying? But, um, when I walked in the gym, I only seen this guy one time, and when I saw this guy, he was actually at my ex girlfriend's uncle church and, 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 at, at the anniversary. So, it's like he spoke at that anniversary, and I always re- like, I, I would never forget that that sermon. It's like, I was like. I can relate to him. Like I, I can, like, like I can feel what he's saying. And just so happens, when I walked in that gym, I ain't never seen this man enough. I walked inside the gym, he's sitting there on the bleachers. So, <laughs> so be- before I went to go work out, I said and I talked to him, and I said, I need your help. Like I need your help. Like I really do. When you came, you spoke at. My during 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 the time my girlfriend's um uncle's church for my for for her uncle's um pastor anniversary, I'm like yo, like God called me, and I told him exactly what happened the fo- following night with me, and he said, "Come by my church, like, or if you don't have a way, I'll come get you." So he actually came and got me and took me to the church. So it's it's like I was still around them, but I all of a sudden like God gave me in that season because I was hungry for like word, like I was hungry. So he gave me a a church building, and just so happens that church was like they they had a they had two different revivals, one one week and they went to another and the next week, and then he he started this noonday prayer. So it was like, I had an opportunity when I wasn't doing nothing to be at that church. And when I'm telling you the demons and the hell I was going through outside the church, man, if I could have got me a pillow and 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 the, um, and the air mattress and stuff like that, I would have slept in that church, man. That's where I was. Like I literally would have slept in that church because I just felt something. I was like, I, I didn't want to leave that building. Like, I, I didn't want to leave that that building during that time. But but this like it's like my friends was like, they they'll do what they do every now and then, like, hey man, we after we leave here, we're gonna go drink. Oh, I forgot. Trill don't drink. Okay. Well, you know, they'll do stuff like they'll be like, hey man, we finna go smoke trill. You might want to stay in here because we don't want you to smell like weed or nothing like that. So we going so they did their little stuff like that, but it, it was like, but at the same sense, the way God was transitioning me, he was giving me nuggets. So, it's almost like when we talk real talk, they, they'll listen to what God was saying coming out of my mouth. So, that's where the connection was until this day. Like, when God speak through me, they respect that because what, what I be saying to them pertaining to them. So, You know what I'm saying? So it was like it was like that.
3: That's good.
4: That's good. Um, So So after, oh, I'm sorry. You have another. Uh, So first of all, your story is so 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 powerful, and I just appreciate you sharing it so authentically because I think um, just in the kingdom period, at least from my experience um, and perspective, not a lot of men get that vulnerable in front of people. Or, or really kind of touch that part of I was I was literally on my face crying out to God. So, man, it's for the viewers that can't speak up, I know that that really hit for somebody. So, with you being a DJ, first, and you gotta teach me how to do your DJ voice because I love it. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to get on <laughs> your level with the DJ voice. But just as a DJ, how do you get to to be that transparent about your walk if you if you ever get that chance? Cause you know we constantly just kind of pushing music and it's supposed to be you know relevant and like hype, kind of getting folks you know just into the music. How do you or when do you get a chance to to really share your story and what you do uh, in your day to day?
0: Um, that com- comes in my like God bless me to do consultation, and it's like when when I do consultation with an artist, like it's me finding out your purpose like what is your purpose of why you're doing what you're doing like like it's cool you're doing what you're doing but your success is determined by the reason why like you either get two types of success you either get the world's success or, or you get God's term of success which is blessings according for you to be in a position comfortably enough to fulfill your living so so with me looking at that, it's like I sit with an art, art artist and I hear and I listen to their music. And it's like, the best way I can explain this is God knows people better than I know people. So if I care enough about you, that that's the thing about kingdom. God can speak through you. The only thing that you have to do is care. You have to care enough to relate it. So, so if I'm sitting with an artist and I care, like it ain't just about money. It ain't just, it's just like, it's like, I actually care. Then it's like, God will allow me to speak kingdom and place it in a narrative of where whatever that artist is trying to do is his music his brand. God showed me how to incorporate purpose into anybody's mindset that want to get something like done. So, so, so it's like I had to go through all of this first for me to actually give it. So I can't give nothing that I didn't experience. So what helps me with an artist is I used to be an artist, and then it's like I used to be an artist. I was a PR intern. I was an ANR DJ. It's like everything I started doing. Everything I needed for me when I was in the secular. So then God reversed that. So now it's like, I got purpose, I have God, God gave me wisdom. So so now I look at everything I do differently now. So when I relay it, it kind of makes a lot of sense to certain artists that's willing to receive it. But that's the thing, certain artists that's willing to receive it because you do have artists that do stuff and you do have folks around them that yeah, they give them scripture, but they don't give them purpose, like purpose pertaining to what they're doing. They they only highlight their talent of what they're doing, but they can't relate purpose to what they're doing. So that's a priceless gift. So I thank God for that and being able to do that. So that's how I relate to the artist, because I really understand music and then I do business in the secular realm. So I already know what labels and distributions and other people are looking for to 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 even look at you. And like I tell artists, I'm like, they don't care about who you serve or whatever like that. Like. If you real about it. And they can feel where you're coming from. And you got numbers. and You can make some money they will invite you in and give you a platform like but them are the things that you need so i make sure i let our art, artists don't know, know about that and with my my personal if god if an artist is going through something in in particular and it relates to something that i went through god allows me to give a piece of that for the reason of why he wanted to give it to the artist so i don't really go all the way in i just give them what they need at that
4: moment in that time but yeah so i love what you said about like purpose and talent being two different things uh i always call Darius daniel's on the show because i really love this pastor but he had a sermon series where he was talking about um some of us artists we try to use our purpose our talent to save us not understanding that our purpose is very much so what the whole what this is all about and so, can you talk a little bit about? Because I know what you're giving the artists in those consultations. If, was there one particular artist that maybe you came in contact that really kind of just gave? I, I call them nuggets. Get, just really gave you, um, j- I guess, some insight on your own purpose, or really kind of you were giving them something, but in turn, they really gave you, um, just I, I guess, just really gave you what you was trying to give them, so to speak. So, if there was like a really memorable consultation with an artist. That kind of just shifted things for you or really opened your eyes to something. Can you talk a little bit about that artist?
0: Um, sure. Um it's it's uh, and it's crazy that you asked me that because the actual artist that did that, I sit um and I manage this artist now. So it was it was um crazy. It was like during the time when he came to me, he came to me as a group, like it was him and the artist and their group was called Chosen Young and they just did a single and a project and it's like he really wanted to like get his career going like the right way and just so happens I was going through transitions pertaining to that the right way so I was getting around people and understanding more of how to establish an artist the right way and the conversation he had with me during the time that I had the conversation with him, he saw like, he saw what God wanted him to see from me. And sometimes during that time I needed that, because when I changed my life, I left DJing and I went back into being an artist, because I also write music like, I'm I'm a very, like, like, I'm one of them artists that I didn't get saved and do Christian music because I couldn't sell as an artist. <laughs> I could have did both, but my life is more valuable to me <laughs> and to people on this end. So That's it's good. more like a living situation. It ain't got nothing to do with, with music because I was never a fan of Christian hip hop when I got saved. I hated it. I thought it was just whack. I couldn't get it because I felt like but I'm growing more like back then. I'm speaking back then because my sister when I got saved, she was excited. She started wanting to give me the cross movement, you know, CDs and stuff. I'm like, no. I listened to one song. I said, no. I'm, 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 I'm like, I'm like, you, you can't feed me that when I just left Pop, Biggie, Nas, Jay-Z, Woo, like, I felt that, like, 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 T I G Z U G U G K A. U-G-K, A-Ball, I can't hear this from that, like, you know, that that's a different, they're speaking, the secular was speaking from where I come from, like, it's like, the Christians were more speaking about, speaking about where I come from, but they was the same lingo, but I couldn't really feel the lingo, because... My thing was like when God came and got me, like when I tell you I did a 360, I laughed at myself for three years. Like I I had to get used to it because certain way I talk, I ain't talked that way before God gave me. But like like before it came and got me. Like certain things I did, I didn't do that no more. So I kept looking at myself, laughing, like this is this is a trip. Like I am a <laughs> totally different person. So when I look at artists, that's like gangster or 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 gospel gangster christian i'm like dude i come from a life but when i need to be that to relay a message it's in me when god want to use it but i'm not selling that to relate to nobody i don't have to i i came from something and who i meant to relate to that's what i meant to relate to i ain't trying to relate to who i'm not meant to relate to, like like that's not, like we have other people, like folk need to understand everybody's in their position to do what they do great. You can't just cause you can do something, jump over here and try to do this with that and that's not for you. Like you have to embrace your lane. So it's like, so when I saw Krizzy, I saw a, a very genuine artist and then it's like, he was from down around the way I was from, so I knew like it's hard for them to get that exposure. And then he 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 we rap about God. I'm like, boy, that's ten times hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I just was like, I want to help you because you help help me. But he pulled something out of me, and he starts saying stuff stuff like he said, "Hey, bro, like God really put you here, like." really the stuff that you tell us i appreciate you i preach and sometimes you don't you don't need that because you don't do stuff about validation but at the same sense that that is very appreciative and it helps you push through when somebody see the purpose of why and they're not just blinded by what they can get from it so you know hello
5: <coughs> yeah i hear you
6: <laughs> okay
5: so th- th- this is why they uh, um, what's good, I bro? You. you from Georgia, right? Yeah. I'll I'm from Georgia. Born I can tell you
0: I was raised in Georgia.
5: Raised in Georgia. Okay, because you got you got the Georgia accent strong. Yeah. <laughs> you got it real strong. because <laughs> I'm from West Side. So I, I know. Um I see that you're a curator for Spotify, Pandora, along with uh Mix DJ host for dash radio like tell tell people what what you do as a curator for spotify and pandora because some people don't really know they just think that you just put music on spotify pandora like anybody can do that but you're actually a curator that's much different than just the artist.
0: well um with spotify actually um I I start going to like the stuff um the sem- sem- seminars when they used to have and I used to sit down and talk to people and just get a get more of a clear understanding of how Im- important streams work and it's like um I I looked up and I met this guy that was in this artify for Artist department and and we talked and it's like he shared some stuff with me and he just was like. The way you ask me questions, a lot of DJs don't really ask me questions like this. And he's like, I wonder why they don't, but they don't. And and it's like my questions to, to him was like, was more like, I wanted to grow like Spotify playlists. Like, like I see their playlists and I'm like, yo, this is dope. And then I see other DJ playlists and I'm like, okay, they're charging people because of their popularity, but they're not really curating this music. Like, like, like it's like, they don't do any monthly maintenance. They, they don't stay on top of it. All the artists do is they see a playlist with 60, 70,000 Followers, or uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, likes, they'd be like, oh, I can get my music. I'm like, nah, dude, like, 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 that's no, It, it's not about the likes. It's about how many times that playlist is being engaged. And if there's actually 80 songs on a playlist, the average time, the first 20 to 25 songs get the most spent. So if, if, if you're at the bottom, then it's like, you might get listened to you might you might not so that's a that's a dice roll so so i'm so once i i start looking at how how playlists are curated and the importance i'm like i want to get into this and the first person i use my artist is my guinea pig so with everything with every plug with everything thing thing that i do like like I built everything first, like more because I have an artist. So I'm like, instead of me trying to go ask people to do stuff or how much you charge, all this stuff like that, to keep going through the loop, if I'm around it, then I'm going to connect myself to it for him and then also for other artists that really deserve it and that really want to establish themselves as an artist. So when i start getting his numbers going and i start look, look, looking at the algorithm and stuff like that and seeing how how when discover weekly no notices of artists and when they start sending sent, sent, sending you chance, chances to get on the editorial picks and stuff like that i start looking at that stuff i, I start putting two and two, two together and i was like yo okay i got this now so, the way I curate is i I create a playlist and then 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 I take songs and 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 I get with my partner and every, every everything and we sit down and according to what the songs sound like and the the potential of the record, we put it into the current and it's like it's like a pool current so so when you start seeing the also recommended when when you look at your Spotify, and you build your own playlist and you look down down up under it and it says also rec- recommended and yeah. you start saying other other songs and stuff like that that's there. It's like
4: mm-hmm.
0: we run it through there so it's like it's popping up in front of everybody that has playlists in front of every premium listener that listens to music so but based upon your numbers and based upon your genre and your numbers that's where your song goes so so if you have under a thousand and you're rap you go and rap but you're going in and, and what, what I explain to artists is I'm like The priority artists are those of labels that have relationships with these platforms. So from a title to an iTunes, to a Spotify, to to a Pandora, the first thing that they look at first is who they have direct relationship with. So if you with Empire, if you with Def Jam, if you with Interscope, whatever, even, even, even reach that's what made Rapzilla unique because Chad built a relationship with direct distribution. So that's why when he drops some certain stuff, Rapzilla is like in in the mix like so when I was seeing all that I'm like, "Hmm. Now, I like to be under the radar because with me, I don't care about position. I just like clients. Like, like this, this is purpose to me. So I'm I'm that dude that I don't have to be, you don't have to be way up here. Just just as long as my clients is way up there and I help them get there and that's more clients, that's just that's better with me. Results. I'm all about results. Like like my work with you and the results come from that. I'm cool with that. Like I don't I don't need all the extra. So I was so. So I actually, once I start understanding Spotify, I start doing it. And then when I start doing it, I start building playlists. And then as they start running, they they start building, like, current. Um, So, however, I was told, based upon what I'm doing, that I'm limited to only a certain amount of playlists because of me had had moving an inside resource. So so I'm like, all right, cool. Like like I'll build these and all I want to do is build a playlist so I can cur- curate through it. Then I start understanding about albums. Because you know a lot of artists don't just drop singles. They drop projects. So I'm like, hmm, if I'm learning how to curate a playlist, now I understand how to curate an album. Because I actually have three clients right now that I'm curating a whole project, including my artist. So when I start understanding from this distribution, like like from like the Def Jam's and the Empires and stuff, the way they look at artists, they they look at you based on the consistency of your volume. So you can't have sixty-five thousand streams on one, two thousand streams on another one, under a thousand streams on one and then have ha- have 80,000 on another one. That's like, yeah, you got a cool single, but you're not consistent as an artist. And then what they look at is like, you really don't make, 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 make no noise with them until you get like at least 500,000 going up. And that's consistency amongst audio because streams are like five times more than a set like like you you have to so if you sell five thousand records five hundred thousand records that's dope independent that's gold a stream is lesser so it's like for five hundred (laughs) thousand records that you sell you have to do at least a million streams, streams get recognized because because it's like the the weight of it and and with Um, um, Pandora, I was like, um, I got more of a personal with them, like, 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 it's like, it's like, with them, it's like, I curate, like, 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 I can actually take an artist's song and I can put it into Pandora for it to go on my playlist. So Pandora don't, don't accept. Everybody music. Like, like folks think when they go through distro kid and they go through Tune Core, they go through C C D baby and they put their music in just because it's on all this stuff, they're like, Yeah, it's on Pandora. No, Pandora don't accept everybody music. That's that's almost like Pandora don't accept everybody music and title don't like push everybody music. You have to have a significant number or or you have to be in their personal radar for them to accept you on a reason why because they deal with so many other artists and then Pandora is kind of like they're 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 kind of behind they're a big platform but they're a little behind but now they're catching up because you see see they're doing more and 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 they're starting to do the playlist and they're starting to get more engaged because they see how Spotify, is growing from what they're not doing so so oh so it's like i'm glad glad that i got in that loop and it's just um to me being a part of coalition me having, having relationships i have that stuff right there help, helps too because they they look at what i do and how how i do and they say okay this guy is legit with what he's trying to do so so yeah so that so that helped too like be in a position, doing something that makes sense to these platforms, where they want to invite you in and allow you
3: to do what you do. Appreciate so, yeah. you, man, mm. CSA, man. Uh, we, we definitely got to have you back on, man, because, uh, yeah, you, you shared a lot of knowledge, but I know you got a lot more to give. But uh, can you tell the people how they connect with you, man, how they can follow you on all your social media platforms?
0: Oh, um, you can follow me um, on Twitter at MrCSA2K. And um, you can also follow me on IG at Mr. MrCSA2K. And you can also follow our um radio show um on IG. That's at New Music Sunday Review. And you can also follow my company on IG at Coalition Kingdom. And you can also visit our website at CoalitionKingdom.com to see the artists that we um promoting and videos and just our packages and just everything that we're
3: doing and. The things that we got coming forth as well. That's good. Uh, also, pro, uh, promo your artist too as well, Chrissy. Uh, tell the people how to connect with him and follow him. And I'm actually, you can intro his song. We about to play his song, Church in the Trap.
0: Oh, um, cool. Um, well, um, you you can follow Chrissy at um, on on Twitter and IG at Chrissy The craziest thing about what what you just said about about that song, it's like that. That song was actually mine before. Like, like it's like I actually did did the song, and and I was trying to get back, you know, do the artistry, keep keep it going. But then I was just like, nah, I didn't want to. I I I didn't have the desire. So I built the hook, and I got with Luke G, G and I laid lyrics to, it and I built the hook, and I built the whole song concept. Then when I got them, I started managing them. So I gave Chrissy the song. And he blessed it with them two dope um, verses. It's like he, like he fit. like He gave the song what I was looking for, for the strength of the song. So that's how that came about. And he beasted. It. Like, so shouts out to Krizzy. Oh, and you can actually go to his website too, K-R-Z-E, 912com He got merch. He got his music. He got videos, he got all this stuff on there. So definitely, most definitely. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Mr. oh, Oh, and July the 4th, July the 4th. crizzy has a new single called Greatness. It drops July the 4th. Right now, we recently dropped a video for his true religion single from the Greater 19 project. So I, I just want everybody to really go check out that Greater 19 project. That's a really solid, solid, dope project. He's actually slept on, like, like hey, I just say that. And I ain't saying, saying it because I just managed it. I'm, I'm saying it because he is, like, real talk, but go ahead, my man. Go ahead, y'all, All go right. ahead.
3: Appreciate you, CSA. <laughs> right now, you got Chrissy with Church in the Trap. you tuned into the fix. The
0: fix is in. Yes, sir.
5: Sure. <laughs>
3: As we proceed
2: to give you what you need, church succession.
7: We pray, take this. I pull up on the block, I got that left out i seen the wicked plight and it ain't work, work, out. work out, we serve the try with you like we some bloodhounds, sniffing away the fate, can't let them stop my praise, feeling that hold to the weak, I got to keep it the streets, if they asking why I'm swearing, tell them, cause I'm free, it ain't nobody testing out, but that don't take, trust me, and leave me, don't bless it, don't stop, but you gon' run the play, been moving blind with fate. on the block, surfing rock, I ain't talking hard, huh? see them talking like you I ain't talking like I'm talking, but my mighty got ready. I'm in the kitchen, we cooking that work. We don't have time for the drama. I see no drama. We've been in the kingdom with we us. Church and the church in the trap, And then they're not gonna play every up. Yeah, yeah. We got the whole trap church, trap church. Yeah, yeah. We got the whole trap
2: church, trap church. Yeah, yeah. We in the band on Yeah, yeah. the Yeah, yeah. We yeah. yeah. in the band on Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll in your block. By the Lord,
7: It's <laughs> Trucking we blazing, I'm staying to something amazing. Not blessing just count, my blessing. Chopping some reps and you see how we did it. I'ma living with this time hey, on the hey, trench. Hey, Had to make time for this intervention. I don't go top of no enemies. I'ma keep stacking, don't got enough. Keep it 100 with G in the street. Keep it walking with me if you fake. in the up and out the church. Tell us we dead if we don't go to church. Oh, I'm not in debt with the church. Oh, but I'm the slave with the mission. Yeah. Put up and shut up, I get it. So let's go to all these I'ma swing that screw, no cap. Yeah. Yeah. miss that soul with trap. never back off, gotta go hard, ain't no. Stop, stop. He the trap guard, he the rap guard, it's a blood talk. We got the whole trap yeah, We got the whole trap
2: church, trap church, yeah, yeah. We in the whole trap yeah, yeah. yeah. in the yeah. in the band on the Yeah, yeah. We yeah. got the whole trap church, trap church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be in the band, do Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be in the band, yeah. yeah. no. no. yeah. yeah. your block. No, block. Press yeah. 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 the Buy post yeah. up shop. To the folks out the cup. Pull your block. Press the Lord up Buy the post up shop. Shop.
1: Yeah. Stop over here. I tell you we're we gonna gon' tell him. him. I tell you we gon' tell him. Yeah. Flow. legit flows in king's clothes repping god forgives my sins told the king grows pivotal we praying for miracles we at war with ourselves a cynical criminal it's time we rob the frauds every time we go drop the bars and expose everything that's in secret like bob lazar i see the mental virus fiends looking like pirates with syringes in the arms The typical ghetto crisis america we don't need another evil replica a bunch of racist beams with hateful schemes and laser beams sick regime poison like nicotine this is good Versus evil, my people,
7: and I pick a team uh. Get your, get you, get your life right Tell me how you living in your last night Cause you praying cause soul so dark? Is you running on the wrong side I no longer look behind me, yeah. I no longer resemble a zombie, yeah. Where you going on your due day,
1: yeah, yeah. Pick a side before it's too late. Yeah. homie. me just decide, it's good or evil, pick a side, sip the liquor, twist the lie. Hit the spliff, you're getting high. Hit a lick, you with your guy, stick a victim with the nine. Tell him' it's your chain or your life, you could kiss goodbye. Chain, or maybe hit the strip, your nicks and dime, shopping for some kicks to buy. With a fit, you dipped and fly. Get yourself a whip, then you find a couple kicks to ride. Till them jackets pull up on you when them bullets hit your side It's either death or you'll be getting time This ain't mystified, it's what you get when you're committing crimes It's big facts, I'm trying to help you see through different eyes You don't gotta waste your life, it's something you can give to God Get your, get your, get your life right Tell me
7: how you living in your last night Is you praying because your soul died? Is you running on the wrong side I no longer look behind me, yeah. I no longer resemble a zombie, yeah. Where you going on your due date, yeah, yeah. Pick a shot before it's too late.
8: Take a ride. I told her, shot if she can block come take a dive. I got my back up off the wall. I got that fire. All of these days, I prayed you didn't slide. Can't stay the same. My upgrade. Are you surprised? Ain't got to say on what I made if you ain't cried with me. Can't make a play in my day if you ain't die for me. Ayy. Let me talk, hey Tell the shawty, she can lead you do it quietly. When my back against the wall, I got my guy with me. Just show me love by being loyal, you never lie to me. Never seen none of the money, you ain't cry with me. And you ain't gotta be fly just to fly with me. You see the wisdom is different when you got melanin. I put my people in business, let's get a million. They hate division, just look at Nipsey, it's menacing. They took my cousin, I fill it into the sentencing. I surround my neck with chills. I my neck yeah. with chills. Can't do business unless it's a mill. Yeah. Try to put my mother in the hills. Yeah. To in the hills. Yeah. Gotta get my brothers on the wheels. I told my jiggers get ready, come and take a ride. I told the shawty she can bar, come take a dive. I got my back up off the wall, I got that fire. All of these days, I ain't and you ain't slide. Can't stay the same, my upgrade, are you surprised? Ain't gotta say, they don't what I made if you ain't cry with me. Can't make a play in my day if you ain't die for me. Hey. And it's still the beginning. That was some of the realest. Trying to look at a million.
1: Anybody can get it. I don't wanna go missing. Why would I leave? Go follow your business in the kitchen cooking and watching dishes yeah had to put a little water in my refill It's a whole lot of people that count no little me yeah when i finally go hit that light i wanted to keep peel. gotta grip that steering wheel cause i don't sleep real and you might want to think twice if you want to roll around on my ride cause so many days i hate pray and you ain't sliding
8: yeah. i told my Jacobs get ready come and take a ride she can and take a dive. I got my back up off the wall. I got that five. All of these days, I've you in slides. Can't stay the same. My upgrade, are you surprised? So, ain't got to say on what I made if you ain't cry with me. Can't make a play in my day if you ain't die for me. Hey. If you can't die for me, can't make a play in my day if you can't die for me. Yeah. If you can't die for me, can't make a play in my day if you can't
1: die for me. Yeah.
8: Me, can't make up playing my game you ain't die for me. Blame on team, man. You cannot play yourself. Look what we can. Look what we can. Straight at the, loss, the pain. lost event. I had to find my dread. You got me now. I had some pain. I had some pain. Hit me down. Yeah, then, then, then. I put the blame on time. The... You cannot play. Now. No, 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 yeah, yeah. Used to fight to be in places like a melanin. Mm. Almost lost my essence. Changing up my residence Don't deny my presence. Your resistance is irrelevant. With a dreaming wind, sleeping, trashing all them sedatives. Asking what you represent, like it's so three. Throwing bows like New Orleans. Trapped by the doom, keep it loose with the key. Keep it sauce with the juice all free. run around with my boo all week. I'm you know, cool with the cool with the seats. They like four why you cruel to this face, dog? It ain't nothing new, man, the crew got to
3: eat, dog. You don't really know where I came from, chum. Keep it with the pace till the day's gone. Been whipping up the pace till the day
8: comes, gone. Ship it to the base, get the plays up. Get the plays up, Put to save with them days, gone. Had to fade, that the king, gon' bring chains off. Care to care the see, so they're gonna keep your face up. But the pain just a face, baby, keep your face, up. I got your all. I want your all. I need with you. It's real for you to be my God, chum. Your own life with, life with you as you, well. Straight at the lost, the I had to find my dream. Look where they got me now. I had some pain. I had some pain. And they gave me down. I put the blame on team. You cannot play a yeah,
3: style. Yeah. We came off music set. We actually uh, started the music set off uh with Crizzy uh, with uh, Church in the Trap. Um We also played that new 1K Few featuring Paris Careers, Die for Me. We played uh, Young Paul featuring uh, Dayton uh, with Ride, and that trucker just went off it was actually Dre, uh, Jay Crum featuring Jerry Manor, Lost and Found. Uh, so, yeah, definitely welcome back. Uh, real quick, before our next guest get on, what did you guys think of uh, uh, CSA 2K, uh, Suave? And hey, he had a lot of knowledge. we may need to
5: reach back out to him again. Yes, that's yes, what like yes. I, that's what I was asking about curating uh, on on Spotify and Pandora. By the way, he has a playlist that he curated for uh, Pandora on July Fourth. Make sure y'all, y'all are following uh, following him at Mr Two K, Mr CSA Two K, and uh, listen to that playlist as he curated. So uh, it's gonna be brand new music, different artists. So y'all make sure y'all tune in. But he has. Yeah. He has a lot of knowledge we need though. No,
4: nah, he was um man, I don't know about this two question thing. Man, I had 50 million more questions. Uh I was ready to really go in with dude. he was he was he was dropping some knowledge. He was he said some stuff, bro. You don't know how hard it was for me to give y'all a turn. <laughs> Cause right. Right. just his his face story alone had nuggets to kind of pull apart and sit with. So we're going to discuss this off air,
3: but yeah, that dude was fire. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, we, we, we getting better with our time at T, so we, <laughs> we, we, we definitely going to have him on for a part two, because uh, I definitely wanted him to dive in a little bit more on his connections. Cause he has a lot of connections that he spoke a little bit about, uh, within mainstream that, uh, and I'm wondering what that conversation is like, you know, behind closed doors when he gets those opportunities, uh, to probably, you know, definitely ministering put Jesus in there when he can. So yeah, I'm definitely excited. And we're building uh uh with uh him too as well. So just so you know we're we're we will officially be a part of Coalition Kingdom coming up soon. So that's something um, that the Fix Radio Show is building. Uh yeah, we building with them. So yeah, let's let's continue to uh do what we do uh and we you know we do it well. Um, oh,
4: okay because that only makes sense. I'm, all right. I'm I'm happy about that.
3: Yeah I am too as well. So so T this you know while we're waiting on our next interview uh definitely uh, keep a lock. Uh, we, we're looking forward to uh, uh, Kia Limb uh, Rembert uh, hopping on soon. But just talk a little bit about, you know, your thoughts on everything that's going on um, right now with social justice. They're very vocal, uh, so I just want you to kind of share with the people, you know, just your thoughts on everything. Of course, you know, with everything that's going on. oh man,
4: where do I start? So, and, and it's, so I start here. It's a it's a tough question to ask people. Uh, to ask black people specifically, how are you? I hate that question right now. Like, how you doing? Um, because that is a very it's it's so multi layered. Because when you turn on the TV, it tells you uh, we're not okay. <laughs> when you get on social media, we're not okay. Uh, when you listen to music, we're not okay. And so it's it's a very unfair question because it's almost. I just I just wrote a piece um, called "Still Speechless." It was for ACLU doing a a training, just trying to teach folks how to how to organize and get to the grassroots organization of things. And one of the lines in the piece was just like uh, my question to America is like, how dead do we have to be for you to feel so alive? And that's just where I'm at (laughs) with everything. Like, really, I just think about the the, the last few cases we've seen in the news. Uh, Young boys not doing anything, just being black girls uh not even being mentioned because when when you look at brianna teller's case and so many other women who are still missing who are still just not even mentioned in the in the conversation we we're just we're, we're not okay as a whole but i think what artists like uh like the one we're gonna have and i can't wait to ask her some questions and even the dj that just got off like those are those little small nuggets that make me be like, no, nah, we're going to be all right, though. Because for for the kingdom folks, we just got to get more into the conversation. I was talking to Pastor uh, uh, Everett. He's over in the church in the circle, and he's doing a Ph.D. on just black folks right now and what the church has to do with us today. And he has a course called from the cross to the community. And so he's really begging folks like us to get a part of the conversation because when you look at the 60s where was the civil rights movement really taking place in the church that's where the training was that's where civil rights activists were being fed that's where the, the conversation began like the church was the epicenter of of civil rights and so no we're not living in a civil rights movement we're living in the black lives matter movement so where's the church i just want us to be more vocal where's the music that of today like where where are we at and and where does but just where's the church that's that's really that's really where I'm at because I mean we can go into the obvious of how we feel about what's going on is foolishness like this don't make no sense it's, this is ridiculous like why are we why are we still having conversations about skin complexion like y'all that mad for real people have to die over that <laughs> in, in, in poverty and when you add all those other layers like it's ridiculous So really, that that would be where I'm at where's the church
3: really where we at so, Swab, you hop in, too, as well because I know you've been kind of vocal about it too as well. What's your thoughts on everything that's going on? And you know, what, and and, and, I, and I think too as well, and and I, I want to hear from uh, both of you all what solution-wise. So we we, we understand that um, you know the, the judicial system, the justice system needs to be changed in a certain way. Um, but what what are some solutions that, like you say, uh, T, us as the church or us as believers can do? To really, uh, you know, position ourselves for, you know, to be a part of the change
5: is what I'm saying. Well, I, I will answer because she technically gave her major answer. Uh, and her answer actually is the the quickest solution. Uh, because it's not it's not something we can change automatically. Right. Uh, because it's a, it's not just the justice system. Every system is built into this. Every system is built under this now. So it's very difficult to break, but it starts off with our dollars. We actually, uh, our people actually spend the most, have the highest buying power. And if we actually spend it with our people, circulate it in our communities, we can build our communities back up. No more just a black Wall Street. We have a black country. There you go that's something that we need to we need to do first once they start seeing that we we are real about that because that's the color that they see for sure oh well we don't we don't agree black lives matter well if that case then our green lives don't matter to y'all
4: put it on right. a t-shirt once take them green <laughs>
5: lives, see. but once we take those green lives and put them back into our community then now so uh, yeah. uh, uh we're going to bring in, our, we're to bring in our, our next interview.
3: Yes, yes, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. I was letting our host in. <laughs> I mean, our guest in, forgive me. I was oh, making sure right. she was connected. Yeah, so yeah, I, I definitely, we, we're going to talk a little bit more about it and we, we definitely want to get our guest's uh, opinion on the topic too as well because I know she's got a lot of insight on it too as well. But let let me, I I am pumped. Um, I actually, um I got, I ain't going to say I got connected, but I got hit to this young lady maybe about a year ago. Um, I just saw uh, what she was doing in a powerful way and then just the, the whole concept of her wanting to pray for hip-hop. Uh, that really just kind of touched my heart. And we talk about this all the time, Swab, us being like, you know, pretty much born and raised within hip-hop culture and how powerful that was. And then we changed our lives around and what we're doing now. So to see somebody say, you know what, I'm going to almost start my own, the own ministry that specifically speaks and praise uh, and intercede for hip hop was powerful. So I want to, definitely want to uh, enter into the to the FIX uh, radio show, uh, a teacher, um, a writer, a director from what I'm seeing now too as well, an artist, um, just a dope young lady. A chef, uh, he she, me. she got
4: food thing coming. On, sis. She's fired.
3: <laughs> unmute your mic sis, unmute your mic.
9: Hi you guys. <laughs>
3: What's you going on?
9: I'm happy to be here. Uh, sis.
3: We're happy to have you. We're happy to have you. So we we always start our show off uh just asking, can you share a little bit of your faith story? Uh kind of a little bit of your testimony, kind of like how you came to Christ with the people?
9: Cool. Uh for sure. So for me, I grew up in the church. I was I got saved when I was about uh like six for real, for real, like I understood what the pastor was talking about. And so, so just to like fast forward a little bit, but it wasn't until like all those years I stayed close to God and like really to my morals and things like that. But it wasn't until I was 18 when I really had what I say, a a full encounter with God. Cause I had, it was my first year of college and being on the college campus, you're trying to decide, like, all right, who am I going to be? Nobody knows me. <laughs> so I was like, who am I going to be? And so I remember being on campus and uh, this girl, she was inviting people to a Bible study. And I was sitting there like, please don't come to me. Please don't come to me. And then like she because she she was in everybody's space as she was going around to each person. And so when she came to me, like she was reading over my shoulder. She was like reading what I was writing in my book. And I was just like, yes, <laughs> and then um, she she invited me to this Bible study, and I'm like, oh, I'm a Christian, like, I, I'm good, and she was like, you should want to go because you're a Christian, and I was just like, you're right, and I was like, thank you, and then she kept going, and then right there, something in me clicked, it was just like, I said, God, I don't want to be ashamed, because in that moment, I felt like it was my first year on campus, and I'm just like, was I ashamed of you, like, in front of other people that were around, and I'm like, God, I don't want to be like that, so I want you to show me more of who you are, And right then and there, like I stepped right into a journey, like through a series of events on my campus. I got connected to a different Christian club on my campus. And through them, I went to this concert. And at this concert, I rededicated my life to God because I was like, God, I want this journey to be for real, for real. Because what he was showing me was was that all those years, even from six years old up until then, I knew of him. I was getting to know about him, like how you study somebody. But I didn't know him intimately for myself. And so I was like, all right, God, I want to go all the way. And so um, that led, and in the moments of me making that decision, this, the decision to rededicate, my, rededicate my life, up until the moment that I actually did, I had this migraine headache. It was the worst headache I have ever experienced. Even afterwards, when I was on my way home, I had to call my mom because every single step I, every single step I took, I felt it in my head, and I've never experienced that before. So I went to the doctor. They, there was nothing going on that they could like see. Um, But in the weeks that followed, what was happening was all my doubt about God started to come up and I was starting to push it down. Because when you grow up in the church, you don't, you're not really, not to say they teach you about God, of course, but I didn't learn how to question him. I was scared to question him because I felt like God was God. So he's going to yell at me with a voice like thunder, strike me with lightning if I ever (laughs) don't agree or don't fully see who he is. And so, um, but God, God wanted me to bring all that doubt, all that unbelief up so that I can see what it is. And I remember day to day, I'll be home crying. I'll be going to school on the train crying. I couldn't do nothing. I couldn't write music. I couldn't listen to music. Nothing was comforting because God was trying to get to the root of it so that I can build on something solid, something. Cause when you're building with God in a relationship trying to go deeper, he's gonna bring out all the stuff that just does not belong there. And so I remember my sister even, she was like, what's going on with you? Because I would ask so many questions. when it, What about this when it comes to faith? What about this and that and that? She was like, I'll pray for you, but I don't know what's going on with you. <laughs> but um, so one day a friend, she saw me on campus. One of my friends from high school, she came to visit me. And um, she said, like, what's going on? And I just poured out to her. And she said, I understand. And once she said, I understand, I just felt like something in me broke. And I just started to cry and things like that. And um, I took a test after that. And right when I took the test, oh, before I took this test, um, I remember I prayed with her and I said, I'm not letting go. I said, because one thing God showed me was that everything in the world passes away. And that, and I said, God, if that's true, that means that you are the one that stays. So there has to be something more than what I'm seeing. And so right when I took the test, I remember when teacher said begin, my headache went away for the first time. And I was like, all right, God, you're hearing me. And then, um, within the weeks that followed, I started to stay involved with this Christian club, building my faith a little bit more, and just to fast forward it a little bit um there was I started going to the the youth service at my church um and so when i was i remember the altar call um the pastor he had gave altar call he gave three questions I never remember the third question, but first two I do he said do you want to be sold out for Christ and are you ready to pay the price and I was like all right God you already know I've been on this journey for a few weeks now trying to grow deeper with you let's do this and so then as I'm walking up to the altar I promise it's not going to be much longer this part (laughs) uh, when I'm walking up to the altar I felt like my body was being wrung out like a rag like I'll never ever forget that feeling and I'm crying my eyes and I'm like it felt like my body was like this and I'm standing up there and I'm like God I'm tired of answering altar call after altar call and turning around and being faced with the same frustrations, the same struggles, the same everything. I said, "I'm not moving from this altar until you do something different." And I said, "I'm and I'm just crying and I'm just like, I'm not moving." And so in the pastor, he prayed and then he said, um, "Those of you who want to stay, you can stay. But those of you who want to leave, you can't." And I was like, "All right, God, I'm not moving. This is round two. And, you know, the church don't stay open all day, all night. So I'm like, I'm staying right here." And then a friend of mine turned around and she said, oh, it's Kiki, because later on I found out that God told her to pray for who's behind her. And she was arguing with God, like, I'm not praying for that person. They crying hysterically, I'm not praying for them. When she realized it was me, she was like, oh, like, I know this girl. And so then uh, she wrapped me in her arms and I collapsed in her arms. I remember it. And then um, she's praying and then we got quiet. We prayed and then we got quiet. And all of a sudden I was filled with the Holy Spirit. And I remember it, um, I started to speak and I'm like, hold up, what is this? And then all of a sudden I felt God take like everything that I was thinking of, every burden that I was carrying, I felt him take it. And I was yelling out to everybody like, yo, he took it, he took it, he took it. And then like um, what happened next was that all that sorrow that I was feeling, all that turmoil I was feeling, it turned into complete joy. I started laughing and I'm just like, God, like they're going to think I'm crazy. I was just crying uncontrollably. Now I'm laughing and I wanted my friend to feel it. And so I prayed for her and then she started to feel it. And then in the moments that followed, I felt God's presence in a way that I never thought was possible. And this is one of my favorite stories to tell. That's why I was like rushing through to get to this moment um, is I felt God standing right in front of me. And I never knew that was possible to like know that God is like, like you feel his presence, but like to know, to know, to know that like Yo, he is right here. And I started to say to everybody, lift your hands, the King of Kings is here. And I'm not like that. Like when I worship, I keep it here. Like if worship was a cubicle, it was like everybody got their own. So I keep it like here. But like to tell everybody like, lift your hands, the King of Kings is here. And I was just like blown away. And in the moments, like everybody's looking at me like, well, I didn't, my eyes were closed this whole time. And then when service ended, that's when I, I seen um like curtains went down and then I knew like the moment was over. And then I opened my eyes. One of my sisters was standing there like, Kiki, you all right? Like, what's going on? And in that moment that followed, I told everybody, like, God is real. I called all my friends right then and there, called all my family and told them, God is real. If ever you were wondering, God is real. And so that's like, from that point on, that leads me to where I am today. Just if ever I ever have any moment when I'm doubting or anything like that, I just remember that God took me on a journey from when I first started, when I was in college, I was 18 at that time. He took me from that moment to show me that he was real. He took me deeper to show me what it means to have an intimate relationship with him. I can't let go of him now. So that's a sh- sorry, I was like, Phew. no, girl, don't apologize because let me tell you
4: something about that story. Uh, when you when you hit on that college piece, I'm sure there are listeners that have you know been to college or in college right now, and that piece of being ashamed, um, I like just don't apologize for your story that hit home because I'm sitting here listening to you like oh I remember being 18 I took a religious class and I thought I knew Christ until dude cracked my head like you don't know nothing Mm -hmm. like like you said at church teachers but I think just from you know the context that we coming from I don't know if church taught relationship the way they were supposed to Mm -hmm. um you know, and, and no fault to their own. You know, they gave us Jesus, and, and at the level they was on, and and we got it enough, right? To 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 at least have some sort of foundation. But mm-hmm. that 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 revelation of seeing him mm-hmm. um for you is so powerful. So listen, like, don't apologize. We we at the feast we appreciate that because we understand when we bring an artist on, this ministry for us for real. So you know, your story may have have really touched somebody, and even somebody right now on a college campus saying let me not be ashamed let me let me speak boldly for him yeah so you know after you 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 talked a lot about like after he did that that was you know the turning point for you in in your life how how did that affect your your art from there because what did your art look to look like prior to that moment and then what did it look like after that kind of come to jesus moment if you will
9: yeah it got more real like um, for me, like I knew because um, when I was six years old is when God gave me a vision to do music. The He told me to make music unto his name and to show this world, show this generation his love. And so right then and there, like, I used to, like, remix nursery rhymes, <laughs> and I was a part of, like, church choir, or, like, a part of different after-school programs and things like that, but um, being with that moment, even, I'll tell you this, too, like, I, um the Christian club I was a part of was InterVarsity Christian Fellowship, and I was introduced to it by Andy Minio, who was a part of it at the time, because what happened was he was on campus, and he was Uh, This because I was just walking around on this fair day, you know, like they have like uh, student fairs where like everybody sets up. Yeah. Mm
4: -hmm.
9: uh, I seen this kid jump on stage and was like, who loves Jesus? And I was just like, like, you allowed to do that here? Like boldly like that. And I was angry. And he was wearing this shirt called Truce, well, that said Truce. And I recognize, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with, with Truce, it's a hip hop evangelist group that's powered by Nikki Cruz. And so they go, well, I used to know about them because they've come to my church or I've known people that are part of it as well. So I was like, oh, I know Truce. And so when he finished, I went up to him and I told him like, oh, I know Truce and things like that. And he's the one that invited me to that Christian club that then invited me to go to that concert to rededicate my life. and. Um, and watching him was one of my influences as well, because just seeing how hard he was going, there were other artists as well who were part of this Christian fellowship. And what happened is that we were not only, we were, in, we were um, juggling school, we were also realizing our love for music and hip hop, but then we wanted to go deeper with God. So all of that combined, like being in a group of so many different hip hop lovers that were hit artists and things like that, it cultivated me and made, gave me a clearer sight as to who I wanted to be as an artist and even though what I wanted to write about was becoming deeper because my relationship with God was becoming deeper
4: who was so who was the artist that really kind of influenced you to be like I can do this this the CHH uh and, and and just singing in this in this genre like yo who, when did you fall in love with hip-hop moment who was that for you
9: for me, uh, growing up, I wasn't allowed to listen to secular music, <laughs> and so uh, that was something that really shaped me as well, because my uncle, he would flood my house with, like, because of that fact, he would give us, like, a whole bunch of different Christian music artists, like, out the wazoo, like, and so for me, my Christian hip-hop experience or hip-hop experience was through Christian hip-hop, like, I was, I used to listen to... um uh, Idol Kings, I used to listen to Cross Movement. I used to listen to anybody who was like within the 90s who was like a Christian hip hop artist. I was listening to them. So that's how I was like, that's what, what hip hop was for me. So even now, still, there'll be songs that are like classics that I'm like, yeah, I still got to catch up with some of these. I'm still playing catch up because that's just how I was brought up. So, like, yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> so what about
9: CHH? Who's one of like your favorite? artists in this genre well i would say knowing andy that was one of my favorites or seeing like what comes out of the reach records camp that's one because they're like kind of they were i don't know like girl like yeah they were (laughs) you could see what came out of christian hip-hop and how that influenced them and how that impacted them so that's one um it's always hard to pick just one (laughs) yeah (laughs) no, it's a challenge because i'm like oh who you ready to collab with oh yeah d1 he's dope oh um, <laughs> um, let me see there's a bunch like there's so many now so it's like where do you even go
4: yeah where did the, the no I'm sure it's hard because especially because you have and I have to give you your roses your flow and I was watching uh, just one of the videos you posted just just singing those old hymns and my pastor, uh, R.A. Vernon, at the Word Church, he is always talking about like, you know, I'm here for the new, the new stuff that's out, but like those old hymns that you just kind of revisit carry you through, through things a different way. And yeah. so, like, you just you got this this kind of all around holistic artist. Like, you got the bars because I, I watched that little uh, cipher that you did on stage a couple years ago. I was like, <laughs> cut through, sis. And then you know you have your voice like you can you sing so and you're doing film and and all of these different things so really what is with all of the things you're so good at what I guess what is your your go-to gift that you kind of enjoy most um, when you minister to folks oh that's
9: hard oh well for me, music is always the like the I feel like everything is like and then there's music. That's always like the heart of me because then I'm able to like pour out lyrics and things that come from me. Cause I love to write I love to write songs. I love to write like personal stories in my music. So that's one of the ways and even to being a part just to see how things work full circle, I was a part of Truce as well, like, years after the fact, and so um, being, that's one of my favorite uh, forms of ministry, because you get to be out in the streets, and, like, like rapping songs right in people's faces and not not to be like da, 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 but like to speak to their hearts that's one of the things that I love about that music allows me to do allows me to be free with who I am as a person but I do love like that's why it's hard because I do love other I love arts in general and that's one of the things like even this year too I'm just grateful I just say thank you to God a lot because art has been a way to release a lot especially with what's been going on this year like and just finding different outlets to but um, music is one of the go-tos, and then everything else just started coming afterwards.
5: Uh, this is Rico. Um, so I've, I've watched um, I watched your Breakfast Club interview. Um, I started following you probably about uh, about two months ago. Uh, somebody actually sent me sent me a video of you, which was kind of strange that we're doing the interview today. Because somebody sent me me a video of you singing. So I started following you. um, And around around my birthday, something happened. Uh, So I'm going to start off by saying, my condolences, uh, you lost your father. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you said that music actually helped you through. Because at the same time, you losing your father, burying your father, you lost your Mm -hmm. great-grandmother. And then your song came out. Mm-hmm. So a lot of, at the same time, you don't know whether to grieve, celebrate, grieve, celebrate, and I, I've been through that situation kind of, uh, how would you, how did you deal with it? Cause I'm, I'm, I'm big on mental health. Uh, mm-hmm. And I know grieving is something uh, that's difficult for us as a people, but it's, it's much more difficult for women to do because they are always seen to not ha- not only have to be strong but they're always seen as overly emotional how would that how how did you grieve at, in the time that you needed it the most because your father was your heart I mean he, mm-hmm. you've been through a lot with within my seeing in a lot of your pictures yeah. how did you deal with that
9: uh okay I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try to hold it together um I feel like it's still it's still a process that I'm in so I'll definitely say that first that I haven't arrived um there the, the weird thing about grief grieving is that it comes in waves and sometimes you just can't predict like I I, I like the picture I get of grieving is kind of like when you're on the beach and you're just standing there chilling and then all of a sudden um a wave just comes mad high and you're just like oh snap. And sometimes you see it building and then it just takes over. Um, so for me, I, I know the first thing I did, like uh, oddly enough, when um, when I first found out was I started to I started to write like I started to write uh, poetry, poetry, um, I started to write down how I was feeling in that exact moment. I started to because one thing that I've learned with uh, writing and with music is that while emotions are fresh sometimes you want to write them out because it also for me it's it helps me to process what i'm thinking process what i'm feeling and that way i could hold capture each moment as they come so that was one of the things that i i did like i started to write a lot not not trying to find any rhyme or reason or just any flow just just writing and um that was a way for me to to uh, not allow the thoughts to stay there because when they stay in your mind And they stay heavy. It makes your heart heavy because you know another wave is coming. And so it's like if I if I don't let it out as it comes, it's gonna just keep building, 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 building. And I won't be able to see. And then um, one of the things too that God was able to show me within that process was that I didn't have to be perfect in that moment. I didn't have to show up like you know well, like you know like perfect or anything like that. Not to say if any at any time we show up perfect, but I could just be who I was grieving in that moment. And I felt God even told me I'm grieving with you. So he allowed me moments to just be with him and be quiet, allowed me moments not to have the routine of like, you know, daily devotions and things like that. Like allowed me to break a break a routine because he knew that this was something that something that was hard. And it just showed me too the heart of God all the more that that um that honesty and transparency is what he wants. And in doing and coming to him honestly and transparency. Apparently, as I felt, he met those feelings, and he, sometimes they didn't go away immediately because you have to still feel through the process. And even now, like you, you feel like, oh, it's still there, <laughs> but um, it's it's God that really helped me. And like even with my family, I have to say, like with quarantine, like being together, that was something that help, helped me too because we all were feeling the same thing at different different ways, but the same thing hit us all at the same time and so just sitting together sometimes talking about it or just not talking about it <laughs> that helped the process too and um eventually of course um oh people like um speaking to someone I know is important too just to like process it a little bit more but yeah it's been it's been a yeah <laughs> process
5: I uh, trust me I completely understand um because it bring it The only reason I I say it, because watching you grow through it, um, it kind of refreshed back to me eight years ago. Uh, I lost a son. Uh, uh, Four months later, my best friend, cousin, was murdered. Um, And he was murdered on his way to me. Um, And I was the last person he called. I was a suspect in his murder, only because I was the last person he called. So everything kind of it kind of hit me because at the same time I had just gave my life over to Christ mm-hmm. so I was grieving celebrating grieving so I didn't know what to do um, so talking about it yeah it's going to get over but it always come back when you see somebody else going through that same process yeah. um, so that's the reason I, I I'd asked and I, I didn't want to make it you know I know that I know it was fresh uh, but I, I wanted you to know that the Fix Squad most definitely will show our con- uh, our condolences, and we're gonna we're gonna be there with you oh, for sure. Um, uh, and uh, Tiara had just mentioned earlier, like when somebody say like "How are you?" that's a very heavy question to ask. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so anytime, and I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it to everybody listening, and not just you, but anytime somebody asks you. How are you? Don't we don't have to go straight in and tell them how we are? First, let's ask them: Do they have the mental capacity to to address, like, to take on what we about to tell mm. them? Because they may be heavy for them, and they're not really ready. Yeah. Uh, and I I noticed that because a lot of people will ask me how I was with, that was never ready. When I was grieving, I lost a the son. They asked me how I was, and I will go straight to tell them, and then they ignore me to ask me how everybody else was doing. Mm. So it kind of made me just close up, and I, I didn't grieve the right way.
9: Yeah.
5: Uh, and it had t- it took me three years to actually grieve the right way.
4: Yeah.
5: Uh, so that that's just something I wanted uh, our listeners and and to give you and our listeners. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I won't be able to continue this because now it's uh, it's uh, refreshing my head. Uh, so uh, focus, go ahead. I'm gonna let you.
3: You Go ahead, can, ahead to do that. One. To take a moment. Uh we definitely appreciate you sharing your heart, uh Swab with us. Um so yes, um let let's hop into uh Key, let's hop into how did you start Pray for Hip Hop? How did that come about?
9: Um, real quick so Rico, like you said extended it to me to extend it back that. Um I know it's hard and I just met y'all, but we fam, so I'm gonna be praying for it for your heart, for real, for real. Cause it's, and anybody else in this process, I'm praying. Appreciate it. that. No problem. Um Yeah, like.
3: Yeah. No, nah, that's
4: real ministry, sis. We appreciate you.
3: It is real ministry. And I think we we need to share this more. We need to share our vulnerability. We need to share that this is a day-to-day process. We mm-hmm. all walk this walk. We go from grace to grace each and every day. And we ain't got it all figured out. And we, we gotta cry sometimes and we gotta love on people. And like, so, yeah, this is why we do what we do, sis. So you at home. Yeah. Take your business. <laughs> yes, thank
9: you. for sure. <laughs> thank y'all for real. Um pray for hip hop. Okay. Um it was, um, okay, sorry, okay, 2011, 2011, um, it was the year that Amy Winehouse had died, um, it was a prayer meeting at my church, and, um, I remember going to this prayer meeting, and honestly, I didn't want to be there. To be honest, it's just I just always tell the story as honest as it was. Um, I was having like a bad day for whatever reason. You ever had those days where it's just like you don't understand what's bothering you, but something's bothering you, you just don't get it. Um, so I was having one of those days, and I and I was like, "Oh, this is a prayer meeting." I was like, "Great, like <laughs> not for nothing." But um. So I went in, and then um the speaker Lisa Cami she was speaking about our generation, and she was talking about how um how broken our generation is, and then um she was also talking about Amy Winehouse, and when she talked about Amy Winehouse, I was like oh snap because this is anything that has to do with music, I'm always I feel connected to it, and so then um I started to like listen like um and she the way she spoke about Amy Winehouse was not condemning her, but like she showed compassion for her. And she was she was talking about how she read about all that she was going through and leading up to the moment that she died. And like she really she really investigated and looked at all things that were going on with her. And then she said that how broken Amy Winehouse must have been. Like she was like telling us, like, do you do you realize how broken she must have felt in her last moments? And then she said the phrase, God, not on my watch. And when she said that phrase, something in me just woke up. Like, that's why I I always say to this day, I know that's the reason why my day was going like this, because something was happening. Um, And something in me just woke up, and I perked up, and I even sat up differently, and God God said to me, he started to show me like different faces of those in hip hop. And he was like, why aren't you praying for them? Because he started to show me how with Amy Winehouse, I've seen her on the cover of magazines. I've seen her on the cover of newspapers. And we always knew that she was struggling. But, but it was like as a Christian, like why wasn't I taking the opportunity not to use that as like gossip to share around like, yo, you see what's going on with Amy? And I'd say I ever did that. But usually when we see an artist pinned out there like that we don't our response is not to pray is to tell somebody else like yo did you see that or did you see this and God was like why aren't you praying and I was like all right God so what do you want me to do and I took like days to to ask God like what do you want me to do and then he showed me like I want you to pray and then I said how long and and um I looked at it, I said with the Bible there's very significant days there's three there's there's forty, like <laughs> when it comes to prayer. So I was like, what do you want me to do? He said 40. And then I and then just started to build from there 40 nights of praying for hip hop, uh, sun up to sundown. And uh, the reason, the significance of sun up to sundown was that during the day, you're going about your day doing what you got to do. But as soon as the sun goes down, it's like you put on your warrior suit and you start praying because you lighten the darkness. And then um, I remember I had a clipboard or a notebook and I had mad, a whole bunch of my friends signing up like, Y'all want to pray with me? Like, we're going to pray for the hip hop community. Some people looked at me sideways like, What are you doing? <laughs> but I'm like, no, we're gonna pray that God does something in the hip hop community, like I know this is what God wants me to do, and so we did that uh for the first year it was twenty twelve our first forty nights, and then what happened after those forty nights is I started to run into a bunch of people, and that was and each person I ran into was just confirmation that this is what God wanted me to do the first person the first moment I'll tell y'all was um we were coming from church. And we went to a grocery store nearby. And then afterwards, we started seeing like a like people walking around. Like we were driving. And um, then all of a sudden, we come around the corner. And my sister says, there's Bow Wow. And I was like, Bow Wow? And I was like, let me out this car. I want to let him know we're praying for him. So we weren't in a way that we could just pull over. We had to go back around. And so then we went back around. I got out. But by that point, he was gone. But then I saw Jermaine Dupree. And I was like, Jermaine Dupri. He was like, yes. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I have a crew called Not On My Watch and we pray for hip hop. I want to let you know we've been praying for you. He was like, thank you. And he shook my head and then he walked away fast because people just started to notice. And I was like, what's going on around here? Because like I said, was a bunch of people walking around. Um, So then my mom, she pulled the car back around the block and we parked to see like what's going on. And then all of a sudden, my youngest sister, one of my younger sisters, she was like, Nellie, there's Nellie. Oh, my gosh, there's Nellie. And I was like, "Nelly!" And I said again. So I get out the car and then um, he went into his car at this point. And I'm telling you, I knocked on his window. <laughs> and I was like, and then he put his window down. He was like, yes. And I was like, hi, my name is Kilonda. I have a crew called Nanama Watch and we've been praying for you. And he was like, thank you, sweetheart. He shook my hand. And then, um, He put the window back up. And then we I said, This what's and I still was curious, like, what's going on? So we stayed in the car and then we seen P. Diddy come out. And I didn't go up to him because my sister, he was surrounded by a whole bunch of bodyguards. And she was just like, I don't know about him because I don't want nobody to I don't know what's it just don't look like a situation you should just walk up to. And I was just like, All right, I'm gonna leave it. So someone finally told us that it was his video a video shoot he was doing. And so but the whole point is, and I was just like, "All right, guy, like another opportunity will come if anything to to walk up to him, but in that moment, my heart grew like so many sizes because I didn't see them as the artists that they are because all those all those moments of praying helped me to see them as God sees them as just a human that needs him, and so and that's that's changed my vision with so many people, like I don't see them as like this big person is untouchable. I see them as somebody that God wants to touch. So that's like the, the first year of it starting. <laughs>
3: that's so powerful. That's so powerful. Do you see do you see yourself maybe in the near future as, as like a possible pastor or do you think you'll always kind of like operate like within the intercession behind the scenes type, you know, just pray for people as they go. what do you see yourself, you know, when you talk about your ministry and where you're going with it?
9: Um, I've never, like a pastor, I've never, I've never seen it. Like, <laughs> and I'd say it's never been like, I don't know. I think like for me, um, I love, I love, I think evangelist. That's what I would say. I love to to um, talk. I love to be able to to share my heart. And I love prayer. That's funny. That's why I always think it's funny how everything started with a prayer meeting that I was like, I want to be here. And now that's all I do is prayer meetings. <laughs> but um, my thing is that I just love I love intercession. I love to, like I said, Truce is one that really taught me about just evangelism and being in people's faces and like really seeing their heart, sharing your heart. So I think that's one of the things that I love. Yeah. That's good.
3: That's good. So, oh,
9: you, Go that ahead. was it. it was about, no. Okay. Um, So,
4: first of all, I just love you. Like, you me. are so awesome. Um, how old are you? Oh, do I have? To? I always be like, "Are we supposed
9: to say I eight?" Or you don't what have to if it? you don't want to. If yeah, you don't want to, you don't what have you to. I'm just, young. Yeah, I'm just yeah. I'm just
4: curious I
9: love you, because, because I'm like,
4: yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, wow. you're super on fire. You look young. Your voice just be like, is like I'm grown. Yeah. That's fine. No, that's fine. But I wanted to, I, I just wanted to know because I'm like, oh, she reminds me of my little sister, but I, I i look up to her, so it's like weird. I don't know. Anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um with everything that you do, especially praying for other folks, uh, I mean you got film, you got the music, poetry, everything. What do you do uh to re because I know when we're pouring into the world in the way that you are it can be daunting to to continue on that and and not being poured back on into. So besides, you know, prayer and your relationship with Christ, like what are some of the things that you do to kind of recharge yourself? Sleep. <laughs> I know that's
9: right. <laughs> uh, <for real. laughs> no, because like one thing with art is that like it, it starts to, you feel like that's your outlet, but it's also how you pour out. So it's just like, it's a it, interesting cycle when it comes to, to to art, and then even just now, like I discovered another thing that I love to do, which is like sewing and designing. So I'm like, and it's very therapeutic. Like I never knew, like just like the task of just sewing. I'm like, wow, this is like mad chill, nothing going on. Like I'm I'm like just finding outlets like that, um. But or just watching movies, like just regular stuff too. Like that's one of the things too, or. I love to journal that's one thing what like quietly just write out everything that i like going on just about my day and like talking to god in that way too that's one of my outlets too like i love my, my family tell you like you get you get me a stack of journals i'm like i'm like a little kid <laughs> um but that's that's just a few ways but like regular stuff too like just chilling watching reading yeah,
4: yeah. No, that makes perfect sense because I'm like, we again, when you're constantly pouring into other people, and like you said, when your art is the outlet, but it's also how you got everybody else charged up. Like, what do you do for self and that self care piece? Um, and I have to ask you because you, you keep talking about prayer. What is something if folks, if viewers, if the fix fam wanted to pray for you, what would what would be three things you would ask folks to to pray about?
9: Three things for you. I would say, um, uh, continue like direction, like uh, especially when you like when I think about pray for hip hop, wanting to continue to reach as many as possible, wanting to continue to um to just be in line with what God wants me to do. I'll say pray for pray for my ministry, like who I am, not only like with pray for hip hop, who I am as an artist, just who I am as a person. Pray for me. Uh, I would say pray for my family. This has been like a, a hard season. Because even right after that interview on The Breakfast Club, two weeks later, I lost my home to a fire. Um, And so it's just like within last year, leading up to this year, it was just like when I tell you every month brought something, I'm telling you every single month brought something. Um, And even like that's why like towards even the end of the year with my dad, my dad started with having um, he had a stroke in December. And then circle back into April is when he passed with the virus. And so it's just like from last year up until now, we've been hit with so many waves. And so I would say please pray for my family. Cause it's just been like guy, like please bring us into the next yeah. season, like the next yeah. like, like a breathing. Um, and um, let's see, a third thing would be um and with with my family is with the, also like when you pray for us, uh, how, a home, like a home pray for that. Uh, please. Um, and then third would be, um, those are like major for me ministry, family, and then me. I don't know, like, <laughs> I think those are the top two. Like, just I, that's, enough. <laughs> that, yeah. that's okay, enough. That's a good,
4: and <laughs> <Like, no, you laughs> no, um, just again, like the strength and your smile. Like, literally, the days you're telling us, I'm like, how. Cause her <laughs> smile and her spirit and like, you just, you just exude, I, I trust God. Like, and, and so we will definitely be praying for you with that. And to any of our listeners, if you got any of those resources that can connect our sis to those things that she need, make sure y'all drop it. You'll get a chance to kind of tell people where they can find you. Um, Cause it's, it's too many resources within the community, um, especially the body that you shouldn't want for nothing. Especially when you give so much, so that part, okay. But um, definitely gonna be praying for you. And I have to ask because I'm like, my sister's just cute. <laughs> I was like, she is so pretty. Cute. So what the, and I know, I, I know, 2020 is different. <clears throat> it, it presents a very different issue for uh, for women like us when it comes to uh, I don't want to say the word. I would say if we weren't on Christian radio, yeah. but uh for (laughs) me so what is like your dating life with everything that you got um going on um artistically what is what's what is looking like because like i said i know 2020 just really presents some challenges (laughs) (laughs) in that department yeah
9: that's why i already knew i'm like i was laughing i'm just like a pandemic has hit the dating world
4: (laughs) wow (laughs) That's the best way to put it. That's literally the best way to put it. It's trash. It's trash. Yeah. It, yeah. Um.
9: ain't nobody. Yeah. I'm just going to keep it late. Oh, <laughs> um, look. Me is, yeah.
4: Nah. Not right now. <laughs> not right now. Nah, look. And that's literally, I really want to put that on a t shirt. And when I get it made, I'm going to send you one. Like, just really, not right now, because I can't. <laughs> I'm over it don't even get me started because then the guys will start rolling their eyes at us and I don't care (laughs) y'all over there to say like why you rolling your eyes it's not just us yes because they don't understand like literally I don't even think people know how to ask for your number no more um guys just literally what's your Instagram and I'm like that's not how you communicate people like this this is not it so I got beef with God on that tip because I'm like, I just, I don't understand how you can get so much awesomeness to one person and it ain't nobody. Anyway, I'm going to digress on that part. But um, my, I think my last question for you would be, because you're just so inspirational and, and have dropped so many nuggets on this on this interview. I want to like dissect everything, but we don't have the time. Um, if, if there was a song, what song, do you need to write for the state of the black community right now? Like what what do you need to put into the world um uh, through you, through your talent just just what what's going on with us?
9: That's a good question. Just like it's been on my heart a lot because I'm like God I wanna do something that like a song or but I don't even know. I'm still praying about it too because I want it to be right and I want it to be. And, I, and my thing is that you know that now is the time to do something. And so for me, I was thinking of a song. I would love to write a song that that really speaks to loving your color, loving who you are and like really like get putting affirmation into a lot of especially young black kids because I'm just like they want I want them to love their brown skin, love their black skin, love who they are and recognize who they are as children of God because yeah. I feel like reminding them. and then this it'll be something that will speak to even not just them but then others too to recognize that like you are a child of God. And that right there you can wear with so much honor. And when you recognize who you are as a child of God what somebody says or doesn't say to you, it doesn't matter as much because you're walking as a child of God. And that yes. royal inheritance that you have in that brings about so much healing, so much freedom. And then like you could face the world head on because you know that their depiction of you is not God's depiction of you. Who God says you are is what matters most because sometimes... Uh, it's easy to grow up in a time where you're looking at or you're hearing what everybody's saying or not saying. And then you take that as like your, first, like your, 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 um, story I'm looking for. Like the definition, you get to define who you are, but it's like to remind this generation, like, who's your identity in Christ? That's, yeah, what that's what's good. What's Whether it's like a, a song uh, because uh, even I love to do like a uh, film and things like that a poem of some sort like some type of something I know that like I say I don't want to say yeah this is coming and then y'all be like where is that <laughs> so uh, I'm praying about something because I, I want to be a voice amongst like as an artist I feel like it's, it's it's a responsibility of us to speak up and to do something where we can
4: yeah
9: and that's why I can't I
4: can't wait for whatever you drop because just talking to you your spirit and looking at something the stuff you already have out like you definitely need to be one of the artists that we remember at this time like if i think about the 60s and the 70s who were those artists that spoke mm-hmm. up did something had music that shaped the conversation yours yes. has to be in that in that conversation especially the price of hip hop like so yes. i just just pray that your your reach just goes beyond what you could ever imagine cuz you really do you're you're needed sis <laughs> like for show sure. take your time
3: absolutely kilada man we just we thank you uh i got we got to have you back on too as well cuz I, I we had a ton more questions to ask you we definitely going to get you back on we just want to connect with you too as well and, I, and we'll talk off air about this how that works but we just we support your platform everything you are doing we just want to be a part of it in any way form or fashion i see you started to do the little uh instagram uh, um, videos with you oh, know everyone yeah. people and stuff and i think that's super dope so yeah I just you know, like I say we'll, we'll, we'll talk off the air on what that looks like we just want to be a part of it we we thank you for starting and doing this ministry um we believe it's powerful um and we really just want to keep you encouraged any way we can help we want to help um but yeah you got you got a few bars too as well so you ain't you ain't think we wasn't gonna play your song today did you so okay. can you yeah can you intro, introduce your song you gonna play uh your latest single, Swerve, and uh, yeah.
9: Oh wait, okay, you guys. Tell okay. us the
3: inspiration about, it, about make it, when you made it and everything.
9: Oh, for sure. Um, so Swerve is um, it, it kind of plays to like um, I'm Panamanian as well, so I, it, it led me to kind of love Spanish, to speak Spanish as well. I love to write music in Spanish, and so um, with this one, I played with it a little bit, and I love to take words that generally mean one thing and switch them around. So Swerve, you thinking like you go in out of pocket but actually what this song is trying to say is like swerving from negative thinking swerving from um like just allowing yourself to get out of that pocket of of being in like um i don't know because it's like a cry out in the song like with verse one and verse two it's like me praying to god and saying like god like i want more like take me to the promised land and then in order to do that god's saying back to me you need to swerve like you need to the spanish word that spanish phrase that i use is cambia tu mente which means change your mind And that's like Romans 12 2, which is about transforming your mind. And so with this song, like I want to encourage anybody listening to it, that if you're in a mental state, that's just not great. Ask God to help you (laughs) swerve, swerve from that, from that negative thinking, swerve from that place of doubt. But it it also starts with you being honest with God that that's the place that you're in. And then he'll let you know, like legit (laughs) swerve.
3: All right. Keep it locked, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back. Right now, we got Keylinda with Swerve. We tuned into the fix. The fix is in. Yes, sir. Swerve, 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 swerve. swerve,
9: swerve.
6: Paying on my chest, king conning on. I'ma let my heart play the song. It's one. Citizen that heaven, living long and on. But life's on repeat, beat on and on. Swerve. Curve from the north, fire in my eyes. is my desire to see. Something little more than what is on my Twitter feed All the rising full of numbers, 64, people, they follow me, Swerve I wanna see a big God, do big things for a big God It's not a big things, lyrical prayers for miracles in my prayer closet. hysterical, the answer I needed, it is so critical uh, I want more, I want more, I want more, amor Sé dónde encontrarlo, necesito perderme en Dios I get in the way, I get in the way Camilla at mente Makes me feel away, makes me feel away. Come here to mente, swerve. Come here to mente, swerve. Come here to mente, hanging on the door, knock, knockin' me. I'ma keep on praying so I am free. Crying from my soul, are you hearing me. Think you answer back, I am listening, swerve. Uh, like an ego above all the negative people talk talk let them say what they want walk walk next to god who's in front swerve i want to see a big guy do big things for a big guy it's not a big thing tired of the circle round around the same places dizzy from a bit in the cycles the same faces uh promise, land promise land promise land i'm going in I get in the way, I get in the way. Cambia tu mente. Makes me fall away, makes me fall away. way. Spark, 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 spark. I get in the way, get in the way. In the way
3: at the Yes, sir, welcome back. I'd like you to pitch yourself a favorite music of R&B and Poetry. And uh, that was the latest single from Keylandi, with Swerve. And uh, I'm over here laughing, uh, Keylandi, because uh, uh, tierra has been trying to learn Spanish.
4: Oh, she- wait. Yeah, she's been listen, when I tell you now that you done told me that phrase, that's gonna be my new phrase that I learned for the week, and I'm gonna listen oh to the song Lord. till I get the accent down. <laughs> I will be oh fluent by next year. I'm not playing. I wanna hear it. I wanna hear. Look, hear, hear. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be right there with you, sis. Today we're gonna do a whole interview in Spanish. They ain't gonna know what's going on. Oh, what's up? Let's do it. I'm waiting
5: for that. Adiós, Dios. Yes.
4: <laughs> <I guess
5: so. laughs> that's what you're doing Swab?
3: that's what we doing I mean she said she know it I mean I know it too <laughs> Kelonda can you tell the people how they can connect with you how they can follow you on all your social media platforms how they can go stream your music and you? And we got to get you back on because we ain't even in touch you got the production company uh, uh, you, you, you doing something where you're cooking now too as well you got all yeah. type of content coming so <laughs> tell people where they can follow everything guys
9: yeah, so you could follow me um, on Instagram and Twitter at Kilanda. that's K-E-I underscore L-A-N-D-A, um, that's on across all social media platforms, and then um, Pray for Hip Hop, um, at Pray for Hip Hop, that's on Instagram as well, and um, if ever you need to connect, like, via email, you can email me, Kilanda Music at Gmail, and then, um, yeah, Kilanda, Music, yeah. and music spelled exactly as it is. Or my website com. <laughs> I'm like, actually, that's up and running. That's good. That's good work. But yeah, that's I'm great. so Thank happy for you.
4: Martin,
3: so dope.
4: Is- Thank you very much.
3: <laughs> Go ahead, T. what you say?
4: Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was just saying she's just dope. Like, she got everything.
3: I can't wait to talk to her again.
9: <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Y'all, fam, now. So I'm like, what's up? When the next family reunion? Like- <laughs>
3: that's what's up. That's what's up. Appreciate everybody walking with us and listening to us today. Uh, definitely follow us on all social platforms, social media platforms. Of course, on IG at uh, the Fix at DAFIX underscore radio. we got giveaways coming up real soon. Uh, so you definitely want to follow us on our IG page. Uh, we got a Spotify giveaway that we're about to do because uh, we're actually starting to do a Spotify playlist now. So you definitely, if you want to get on our Spotify playlist, uh, email us at Show at gmail.com. Um, and just stay connected because we got a lot of more hot interviews coming up. Got a lot of a uh, lot more hot content coming up. And me and me and Swab actually about to start doing some DJing sets on IG too as well. So look out. We for about them. to get
5: back to doing DJ sets. Yes, yes, yes sir. We
3: we've been we've been lost for a while, Swab. So we got to get back to it. So let let people know we actually are DJs for real, for real. <laughs> so definitely uh, follow us on all our social media platforms. Um, Definitely everybody stay safe. We thank our guests again today. Definitely shout out to to CSA2K. Once again, shout out again to Kaylonda as well. Remember, stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus is the answer. Kingdom advancement. The Fix is in.
0: Hey, guys. Quentin Koblenz here. Catch the wave with The Fix Squad on The Fix is in.